This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So I didn't I didn't completely get canceled last time I spoke about Meghan Markle, but the thing is I don't want to not speak on something if it is occurring to me, if my girlfriends are talking about it, if people are secretly talking about it. And then, like when I talked about Kim Kardashian, I don't want to shy away from something that I have an opinion on if I'm hearing moms talk about it, if, uh, like I said, my girlfriends and my staff have an opinion on it. Um, So let's get into Meghan Markle. I want you to know that I don't, know that much about her. I mean, I know what I read in the headlines and I know that, you know, the Daily Mail and the Post is always writing uh, negative things that the Piers Morgans and the Megyn Kelly are always sort of on one side of it. It's become oddly like a political thing. They're on one side of it. And then the liberal media, you know, everything Megyn does is, is, is a, you know, the People magazine amazing spread. So it's very divided. And it's interesting that certain things like wearing masks and getting vaccinated became completely political when you could be a Democrat that wants to not get vaccinated and a Republican that wants to get vaccinated. And you could be a person that likes Meghan Markle, that's a Republican or a Democrat that doesn't. So it's just funny how these other 
things become political. Like, it's just the way it goes. Like, liberal media, some, I guess, like Meghan Markle and conservative media doesn't. And it makes, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, like, that there are party lines on an individual, especially someone who's not a politician. But Meghan Markle is certainly polarizing. And we're in a different era now than Wallace Simpson, you know, who her her husband gave up the throne for her, where there wasn't all this different media and a way to kind of get your voice out there and market yourself and things like that. So back then they were pariahs. They left the royal family and Meghan and Harry get to do Oprah and have a voice and have podcasts. And so it's just a different time. I wonder if this was back then what it would be. So racism is real in this country and all over the world. Undeniable. Um, depression, mental illness, um, homophobia is real. Like there are issues that are real that you can have an opinion on a topic and not be ignoring those. So my opinion is that um, if there was rampant racism in Buckingham Palace, in the royal family, I'm not saying that I would be so surprised. Isn't it the whitest, most aristocratic royal family like I, I i'm not so so it was great when megan entered that family because it was modern and it was movement and it was change and people embraced it and loved it whatever i wasn't there so whatever she experienced let's just say that that was totally real now across the board press seems to feel that there was a lot embellished in other areas um whether it's events of a fire or never knowing who Harry was or having no knowledge of the royal family and then be photographed in front of the palace on a trip. And there are many discrepancies. You had a secret wedding, but then the 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 priest or whoever, the clergyman said that it wasn't a real wedding. Like, there's a million, there are a million opinions back and forth about what's true. And there are 50 shades of truth in this uh, royal exit. But some things do confuse me. So let's say at at every Thanksgiving table, there are political arguments. There are uncles that uh, don't like Jews, don't like maybe uncles and aunts don't like Jews, don't like uh, gays, don't understand um, another bathroom in a school for a second grader, don't understand pronouns, don't understand a white man and a black woman being together. Like there are members of families. And, and by the way, you know, we've all experienced that where you can't believe you're embarrassed of a family member. Like you can't believe that they have these ridiculous views, these crazy views because they're old, set in their ways, not educated, ignorant, etc. So let's just say that that's Megan's experience. It is her husband who she loves family. And so some people, I asked my girlfriend today, I was walking on the beach. I said, what is it that bothers you so much about Megan? Like, why do you hate her? I said to my friend, she said, because I can't believe that she would go so hard for so long on this about her husband's family, which I thought, oh, that's interesting. And she said she got what she wanted And it wasn't good enough. And I said, well, how would she know going into a royal family if there was going to be racism? I mean, how would she know that that was going to happen? And she said, 
you're entering into the Queen of England's home. Like that, there. Th- this is an aristocracy, and it's the most archaic, antiquated um, system in the world. That doesn't mean you're not going to want to change it. That doesn't mean we're going to accept things in society and just say, "Oh, that's the way that is," and we're just going to go with that. Like in the NFL, you can't, you know, t- refuse to take a knee. Like people have to take a stand. We get that, but she feels that. Megan wants an a la carte menu. That was what my friend said to me today because I wanted to know what the problem is for her because I said it. So she's a very polarizing person. So for me, it's okay to have your own podcast and want to make money, want to be a capitalist. You and Harry against the world, making hundreds of millions of dollars on Spotify, on Netflix. You know, go for the American dream. Leave the Brits, go for the American dream. You want to be friends with famous people. You weren't allowed to go out. You weren't allowed to take designer goods. Live your life. You were on a game show holding a briefcase, and then you were on a show that wasn't widely known. I had never seen it or really heard of it. Um, and it's also okay to marry someone and and become a duchess. Like, good for you. Yay. You know, that that that's every little girl wants to be a princess, and you got to be a duchess. Wonderful. Demi Moore used to be on General Hospital. I was on the cover of Forbes magazine. I used to be on The Housewives making $7,000 a year and was at Saved by the Bell PA. We all have had a past. Kim Kardashian, you know, was in a sex tape. Like, we all have had a past. So I don't think the problem is that um, Megan is now a duchess. And some people talk about that. Oh, well, she, you know, she not so long ago she was opening briefcases. Like, who cares? Like, great. Go for yours. Go all the way. What I do think, though, the bottom line is I think people don't like Meghan Markle because I think she talks down to other people. I think she's sanctimonious. And I think there's this subtext of elevation. She's up there. We're down here. She just has institutional knowledge on life and has experienced more than any of us. She's been compared to Nelson Mandela. Um, She's very self-important. And She's very much like a housewife in that she can't stop talking about the very thing that she wants to be irrelevant. And if she were on the show, the producers would say, stop talking about security and, and, and the state of Frogmore Cottage. It's not relatable. Most people don't have a security detail. So while that may be a real concern for you, it's just not something that really is going to play to this audience. She wants to sort of like eradicate and erase the royal family and, you know, take them down and have a voice and talk about everything that happened, which is a cautionary tale. And it is good for people to know that racism exists everywhere. But that's not something we're surprised by. Like, if you tell me that racism exists in the royal family, I'm not like bowled over with shock. Okay, so you got out of there. Okay, you got out. Um. But it is your husband's family and you keep beating the same, you keep beating the same storyline. So you want to be a voice for change, a woman for female empowerment, to talk about racism and how unacceptable it is, ability it is, what it's like to be a woman um, of color. Okay. So do that. So do that in the future. Why do we keep in these nuanced, subtle ways, keep referencing things that happened in the past with this one family that doesn't reflect most of the world. Like it's not relatable. If I call you and I'm like, oh my God, you can't imagine what Madonna, Tom Cruise, Cher, uh, and Cindy Crawford said to me in my experience recently. Like, how is that going to like help everybody? 
Like, it's such a specific example. I was, I was on a show where I held a briefcase, got myself to be an actress, married myself a prince, became a duchess, was treated with racism. Like, we're not that shocked. And to, to, you know, and I think that there, so I think that there's a non-relatable factor in the way that we're being spoken to. And in that like poised, orchestrated elegance, in that mimicking of Diana, in that, you know, that Carolyn Bessick Kennedy intentional, very natural, very slow, intentional speech, being aghast at the word diva, like, you know, who are you relating to? I, I just, so none of my friends relate to Meghan Markle, okay? We would, you know, don't, don't, we, we feel like we'd be sort of subtly talked down to. And like I said, it's happened on the Housewives when someone believes that they're just elevated from you in many different ways. And it makes you feel uncomfortable because you want to say, who do you think you are? You're not better than me. So I think that Meghan Markle, it's not the message. It's the messaging. That's what I think about Meghan Markle. On that, when you're on the Housewives, I want to separate from the Housewives. It was toxic. I don't want to be part of the drama. Whatever the Housewife says, right? Then you're in 96 interviews for the next five years, always talking about the very thing you're trying to extricate yourself from, okay? I want to separate myself from the royal family. I was treated horribly, subtle. I'm going to do these in these hidden messages, this Morse code to the public that's not going to directly say what I'm saying, but everybody in the royal family and in Great Britain understands exactly what I'm saying. So like, it, like at least say it. Rip the goddamn Band-Aid off. Say they're a bunch of assholes. They're uptight, white, racist, white supremacist asshole. Like, come out, say it or don't, but like these nuanced, I want my privacy, but I want a, 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 a podcast. I want my privacy, but I want a Netflix special. And there's a million things I could say about it. I had a very, I'm A-list celebrity, very wealthy person, call me when I commented on Meghan Markle before the Oprah interview um, and said to me, can you please take down what you said? They can barely stand up in Frogmore Cottage and they can't afford their security. So at that time, I didn't know all the deals that were being made. I didn't know that the head of Disney was being pitched by Harry for Meghan to be, you know, the voice of Jasmine or whatever the hell they were doing. I I didn't know all of that. And by the way, that's all sort of the caddy stuff that doesn't really matter. But when you leave the royal family, leave the royal family. It's behind you. You learned something. You said it. We heard you. You say, thing, you say the same thing five times, five different ways. You're probably not changing the royal family, like with repeating the same information. We heard the message. We got it. We know you were on the housewives. We know you left. And by the way, you could say this to me, but I'm not pretending to be better than anything. Okay? So I left the housewives. I left because it was toxic. And when I'm interviewed, I discuss it. But I try to rinse and try to separate as much as I can. You left the royal family and... In every single interview you do, you are talking in some nuanced subtext or slightly direct way about the royal family. Let it go, Elsa. Move forward. Create change in the future. And leave that family behind because it's only creating more drama for your husband. 
This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. Love this. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I don't, listen, Taylor Swift is the woman who does like sing about certain men in her songs and everyone's wondering who it is. Um, you know, the song You're So Vain by Carly Simon. People for years were like, is it Wayne Newton? Was it um, uh, Warren Beatty? That's for those of you under 99, you're not going to know that reference. But anyway, Taylor Swift dropping the album on Kim Kardashian's birthday. I do not think that that was intentional. I think that was a date. I mean, I know there are 365 days of the year. And if you pick a day, it's going to be on someone's fucking birthday. I don't believe that Taylor Swift was like, hmm, let's send a hidden Morse code message and have it on Kim Kardashian's birthday. Why wouldn't it be on Kanye's birthday then? 
It just seems too nuanced and weird. It's like so forced. Everybody has to make something out of something. I literally got engaged February 12th, I think it was. And I want to say March, a new season of The Housewives was announced or the new trailer dropped. And I was in Boca Raton where there's never paparazzi. And for some reason that day, because I guess I had been posting maybe on my story, there was a paparazzi that got me in the ocean with my ring months later. And it came out and it was, I announced my engagement on the day that The Housewives trailer came out. What the fuck are you talking about? I got engaged six weeks before that. I never announced my engagement. I never announced my engagement because I didn't want to do the whole bullshit like beach rose petal orchestrated get involved in my relationship engagement announcement. It was weeks later and it just came out on that day because you know what? There are 365 fucking days in the year and one of those days is going to be the day the trailer drops and maybe I'm in the beach with a goddamn giant ring. Like it was ridiculous and it doesn't matter but I just do not think that Taylor Swift would drop on Kim Kardashian's birthday. Go right to the goddamn eye of the storm and drop on Kanye's birthday. (sighs) People did have an issue with J-Lo performing at her own wedding. I mean, (laughs) you have to laugh. Like, you're working at your own wedding. Oh, my God. Did she have, like, a rider? Like, things that were on... I want red vines, and I need salted cashews. I need my backup dancers. I mean, it's just... JLo performed at a wedding. It's just, and she went to another big, massive city with her husband, who seems to be a little uncomfortable with so much media. Like, can I make a suggestion, an unsolicited suggestion? Can you just go to the Maldives or something, like where there aren't that many people and be romantic? Like walking through Milan in August? It, that literally sounds like my idea of hell. Walking through Milan in August. Hot, long pants, hats. Like, it's just attention paparazzi it it just sounds interesting love is blind so puerto rico is a beautiful place it's a lush island it's great for surfing it's got a culture like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport which honestly i do really enjoy It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.